0: hi mdrt family it's laura uh, bringing you lucky number 13 the 13th episode of the mdrt podcast we're starting a two-part series of the shannons the two shannons that i got to interview last week um, first up is dr shannon Dunley. she is a cardiologist in uh, minnesota she specializes in congestive heart failure and heart transplant at the Mayo Clinic and um, I was really happy to be able to to uh, talk to her about her running and just her recent um, experience um, getting a little bit overtrained uh, last cycle and it's just a really good um, conversation about how uh, we really need to listen to our bodies and really figure out what is right with our own training and sort of be in touch uh, with how our body is feeling Um, she's funny and sweet and kind and um, I just want to thank you Shannon for spending time with me one caveat you get a little picture into my life in uh, New York City Um, in the background there's a lot of violin playing so i apologize i taped this on a day that my middle daughter logan was home from school and i forgot to tell her to try to like move her um rehearsing into a different room so she was set up to play like right next to us and i just instead of stopping i was just thinking okay well this is fine you can't you can hear us, and it's not really disturbing things. So I just let it go on, and um, you're probably going to hear a lot of violin. But anyway, enjoy my conversation with Shannon. Hello. Hello. Sh- Shannon, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm sorry good. I'm late. Oh, that's no problem. Um, <laughs> I'm on speaker right now. Can you hear me OK? Or? Yeah, yeah, I can. Actually, yeah, it works best on speaker. I should have told you that. So so if you can hear me, we're good.
1: OK. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can't hear you now. Hold on. Is that Hello. better? Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Um, I can hear you
0: now. OK, great. <gasps> Um, you have the day off today, don't you
1: i do it's my kids are off today with me, and um it's the end of their quarter, so yep,
0: oh good. well, thank you so much for spending some of your off time with with us, I guess, so with me and everyone else from m d r t um welcome dr shannon dunley um you are a cardiologist right in Minnesota
1: Yes, yeah, correct,
0: and you have two kiddos. I always remember it by Paw, Paw Patrol
1: <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they are they're named after Paw Patrol characters I know, I mean, not sure really but, but like coincidentally yeah. yes Chase and Skylar sure, yes Chase and Skylar
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they are how old? They're
1: Chase so is cute. 10 a 10 year old boy and Skylar is eight, an 8 year old okay. girl
0: okay and you have a redhead right?
1: I do my husband is a redhead and I think yeah. Skylar counts as a redhead although she sort of has like in between hair red yeah,
0: yeah. strawberry blonde yeah
1: it's so
0: so yes. so cute and we'll- they just have a random day off actually one of my kids has the day off because it's like veterans day so they tacked like, an extra day off um is that what's going on or they just I don't know is it who something- knows who I- knows the of-
1: <laughs> it's the end of our quarter um yeah. I don't know I think it's just the teachers need a break every once in a while makes sense you know so yeah do you yes. just
0: randomly have the day off or do you get like some Fridays off
1: No, I actually had two vacation days that I had to use before the end of the year. So I um, used them yesterday and today. Awesome. And you you work at the Mayo. I do. I work at Mayo Clinic. Yep.
0: Yeah. And you do a lot of research in congestive heart failure. Is that right?
1: Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. I'm heart failure and transplant cardiologist. Yeah. And I do um, epidemiology and outcomes research. Yes. Okay. Do you
0: do any clinical like um, patient outpatient or inpatient work?
1: Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I'm like 50-50 right now, okay. so I do both, outpatient and hospital.
0: Right. That doesn't sound like a lot of work to be doing right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Some weeks it's busy, you know, just like everybody else, so. Yeah. Well,
0: um, thank you for talking. I wanted to talk about your, like, you're a great runner, and I feel like you've been running for a while. Like, did you run in your, like, childhood or high school and stuff
1: I did I mean I um yeah I ran I always loved to run um even when I was pretty young so I did um ran and middle school and high school I, high school I did cross country and then I did track like one year yeah um which was and then it I was, was it ahead. as
0: fun as cross country or no you didn't like that as much
1: no I mean I guess I um I always sort of liked the longer distances yeah and so I just ended up focusing more on cross-country because sort of running around a track yeah. for two miles isn't the most fun thing to yes. do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm figuring, because I didn't run in um, high school and I'm just like learning it now. I'm like, really, that that's the long, you know, around in a little
1: track and like indoor tracks, even worse, they run two miles in this tiny little track. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think like when I was, you know, when I was growing up, at least, where I was or the way my family was, it wasn't like a big deal to do sports. It wasn't important, you know? Yeah. So it was just like something I just did for fun, you know? So if it wasn't super fun, then I just didn't do it.
0: Didn't. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Did you grow up in Minnesota too? I'm from Iowa, but ah. not too far away. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. And then in you, and then in college, were you just running recreationally or did you actually run, um, for your school?
1: Oh, no, I um actually I sort of didn't run very much at all um until just a few years ago again. Yeah,
0: I think that's um, the story of many of us, right? Like, yeah, too busy with whatever we're doing um, to like invest in it and then came back to it later.
1: Yeah, I was like, sort of maybe other people can identify with this, but just kind of like a fair weather runner, like I would run three miles for like a week every day. And then I wouldn't run again for three months, you know?
0: Yeah. No, totally <laughs> totally totally but um, yes but your husband is also like a crazy runner like he's a very good runner uh, accomplished runner now
1: um how did you guys meet so we met in college um at, we went to university of iowa and um we sort of just met at this kind of uh, infamous bar in iowa city yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just at a friend of mine's birth it was a friend of mine's bir- birthday and um we were there for hanging out or whatever and we kind of had mutual friends and we just sort of hit it off and yeah oh, yeah yeah and um is he a doctor he, he's not he um does it okay stuff which is really i think like the most useful kind of supposed to have oh, if true. you can choose <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah so he has
0: his, his he is he his jobs in the house and stuff to take care of <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really helpful. For, I mean, his job is just very flexible. So yeah. it helps our family to like, keep going and stay yeah. somewhat sane. Cool.
0: <laughs> did you, um, did you guys like run together or just like, at the beginning? Or did you even realize like he was a runner?
1: No, I mean, he or really he wasn't, wasn't a runner. He wasn't think, a
0: runner. Yeah. yeah like, he's she, just an annoying male who could pick up running and run really fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he so I didn't really like I wasn't even really running when I met him. But He has this, I mean, I I should have known that he was a good runner because actually he was a soccer player. Uh, And um, when he was in high school, actually his senior year, the the cross country coach, like stopped him after soccer practice and was like, "Will you run, or would you run cross country? And he was like, (laughs) well, I can't because it's sort of the same season and everything. And he's like, I'll, I'll run in the meets, but I'm not going to (laughs) practice. And then um, he was the best on the team and he qualified for state without like ever practicing. So but highly that was annoying <laughs> that was his entire running career yeah <laughs> until like a few years ago and we sort of both started running again yeah yeah he's got
0: good genes somehow he's like yeah if he put some time into it and he hasn't does he is he like training now like he's running yeah like a certain mileage and stuff
1: yeah like we both sort of um a few years ago he um decided to run a marathon first and then um like, he just had a really good experience. I mean, like he, we didn't like own a Garmin or anything, you know, he, he just would go out and had like a cheap watch and he would just run for a certain amount of time and didn't follow like a training program or anything. And then, um, ran a marathon and he qualified for Boston. Amazing. Yeah. And so then I was like, Oh my God, I want to run a marathon too.
0: (laughs) So he inspired you. So then, then you picked a marathon to do. Yes. And what, what was your first marathon?
1: It was, um, the Phoenix marathon, or I think now it's called something else but the one like that candace from yes. mdrt just be cute at yeah yes um, which is a great marathon yeah um, what year was that it was um 2017 okay oh wow yeah. that was really recent because yeah yeah almost three years ago yep yeah and how um, did that go It was good. Like I didn't have any expectations. Like I knew I wasn't a naturally good runner like Brian was. So I had no like expectations of qualifying for Boston or anything. And um, I didn't really follow a training plan either. I just sort of like did my own thing. And um, I definitely like hit the wall at mile 20. And um, I, I, but I finished in under four hours. My first time was 354. So I was like really happy with that. I thought that's insane
0: for your very first Marathon, and I would argue that you are a naturally good runner. <laughs> if if three fifty four without like real structured training, um, you know you weren't really doing structured training. Like that was the outcome. So that's that was fantastic.
1: Were you hooked at that
0: point, and you were like, "Whoa, I want to do a couple more of these"?
1: Oh yeah, we were totally hooked. And actually, um, then Brian had a friend who told who like said you should read this book and it was the Hanson's book Uh oh yeah and <laughs> I think that some people probably know that I'm we're kind of like Hanson's obsessed or we're big Hanson's fans and so yeah. um we both did Hanson's for our next marathon and we yeah. both had like big PRs so then we were kind of for sure hooked yeah and which one was that one like the next one the next marathon that you did so this is sort of I mean I think MDRT will understand this but um we were supposed to do a marathon. Um, it it was in October and, um, but then it was going to be 80 degrees for the marathon. Okay. And we were like, we can't do that. I mean, we just can't run in 80 degrees. So we looked and saw where else in the country, the same day there was a marathon and there actually, (laughs) there actually wasn't a marathon in the country. So, but there wasn't one in Canada. Okay. So we flew (laughs) to Canada, and um, did a marathon that was in British Columbia. It was called the Okanagan Marathon. It was a small marathon. Yeah. Uh, it was two laps, but it was cold. And we, <laughs> and we, I mean, you know, just very, did it. Yeah, it's
0: very similar to um, Hiba, who um, I just interviewed. She trained for a 50K, and then it was canceled due to the forest fire. So then she just, like, Googled <laughs> 50k on this day and then she flew to like nevada in the valley of fire <laughs> to run this 50k um but yeah that sounds very normal that i know right yeah like just to
1: <laughs> to do
0: so that was october of
1: 2017 yes yep. yeah yeah and then, and it went great yeah. right yeah we had we both had so much fun like yeah i remember because it was two loops um on my i was going out for like the second part of the second loop and I saw Brian coming back. And so I knew he was finishing and I was just so happy for him. Cause I knew Aww. that he like was still looked good and was going to, yeah. you know, do well. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I, I think that was the first marathon because my first marathon, Oh, it, the last six miles just hurt so much, you know? Um, I really bonked hard, but this one, I, I, I felt pretty good the whole time. And then I mean, I thought, gosh, that's even better if you can kind of train hard and, then right, and not go good and feel yeah. good
0: to the end and have energy. So yes. did you
1: negative split that
0: marathon? Do you remember what your splits were?
1: I I'm not sure. Yeah. Um I wanted to qualify for Boston, so I like um ran pretty conservatively. I think my my Boston qualifying like I had to get under three forty five and so I ran three thirty seven. Oh um, dang. But I, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe I did, if I did, it, it was definitely my only negative split ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Like at this
0: point, you're like, just started Hanson's you uh, PR would by like, I don't know, 15 minutes or something crazy. Like yeah. That, and you're like, totally hooked now. Did- <laughs> Um, did you, did you guys have problems training because of the kids? Like, cause it's such a, um, time like suck (laughs) and, you know, you both have to train and, you know, have long runs. Like how did you work childcare?
1: Yeah, we would have to, um, rotate on and off. Like in the summer, we both are morning runners. So actually Brian runs at 4am, which is so early. Oh but, my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know. yeah. A bunch of people like that, you know, I don't know. They just enjoy doing that, but that doesn't seem like fun at all um, to
1: get up. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's really, that's really early. And even in the summer it's dark. So he like always runs in the dark. Yeah. Um, And then I would just go when he got back, but you know, it worked out. Like we're both kind of morning people. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was fine. I think it's harder in the winter. For some yes. reason, because just so your the weather is you know?
0: crazy. I mean, your winters are just like, you know, the it's like the Arctic <laughs> and the sun never comes up. And, you you know, when it snows, it stays. I imagine the snow is just there for months. Like, it's not like it melts um, all the time or anything like that. Just... Oh,
1: no. Yeah. I mean, it stays below freezing usually yeah. um, for like three months straight for the most part. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yes, the winters can be harsh, but I mean, we like have learned. I know you, you're you are not a fan of cold. No, I'm not a fan of cold. Yes,
0: 33 degrees, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is terrible. Like I was complaining in my head. I could not stop the negative thoughts in my brain, and I was like, it just started. This is not 33. I bet if you looked and you saw it was sunny and 33 degrees, you'd be like, perfect running weather.
1: I know yes I actually love I mean actually when I first moved to Minnesota even I had I had done my residency at Duke so it was in North Carolina and um I hated the cold too I mean even though I grew up in Iowa it's it is colder here yeah and um but now we just sort of like embrace it and just you know put all the clothes on and just like go outside no I I think it. it helps you know like it helps mentally I think too just sort of to be out when it's in the sunshine you know and Right. I mean, you've, you decided to live there, so you have to embrace it. It's not like you're going to fight it every
0: minute of every day. That would be a miserable existence to, to, (laughs) you're kind of just have to embrace it. So.
1: It is true. One of the like kind of cool or bad things about Mayo though, is you can literally, like I live in a house with a garage. I could get in my car, drive to Mayo, park in a parking ramp and never go outside. Yeah. Well, that's everything has tunnels. The entire campus is connected by tunnels, So yeah, you could never go outside if you wanted to, if you wanted to. Yeah. But I don't know.
0: Someone's trying to convince me that the dry we talked about the dry cold is better than the wet cold, kind of like how the dry heat is better than the wet heat. So like, it doesn't feel as bad for some reason in Minnesota where you have dry cold. So where
1: are you? Where do they have wet? are you guys wet cold? I mean, we are humid in
0: general, like, so yeah, so our summers are humid. And then we have like, usually like a wet a cold and like, you know, just gross cold. Um, But like, you know, in the middle of the country, maybe it's a little bit less humid. And so like that dry cold is not as cold. I'm not sure if that's really... (laughs) true or not but it sounds good yeah you bust and qualified woohoo um on your second try did that surprise you or you were pretty confident going into that race
1: I think with Hanson's you have to take a leap of faith because the way the program is structured you don't do really long runs so yeah I remember getting to mile 20 and being like so surprised that I still felt good Right. I mean, really surprised, like just so thankful. And actually I slowed down, I think on purpose, just because I was still worried that I was going to, you know, so yeah, I think I was kind of surprised, but then I'm like, well, you know, this program really does work. Yeah. You're like, Oh, there are people, other people who do it must, it must work and it's working for
0: me. Yes,
1: exactly. Cool.
0: Um, I feel like you, you know, I think you must've signed up for another marathon or though, Then maybe you met us in Big Sur. Is that what happened next? Oh yes,
1: that is right. Yeah. Um, When did you join MDRT? Was it
0: 2017, or do you remember?
1: I think it was 2017. I think it was um um before I ran that marathon where I bq'd. Okay. Um, because I just remember crazy. (laughs) No, (laughs) I was like, oh my god, these people are my people. I (laughs) these people are my kind (laughs) of crazy. (laughs) <laughs> you're like there are other crazy people like me yes exactly <laughs> you're like yay I, there's a whole community of people who are crazy like me yeah so I was really happy to um find out about it and join and I yeah. think like um it's such a I mean it's such a positive group um but also I think it like really fueled my love for running you know and yeah um it kind of is almost like encouraged to sort of be running crazy on okay. MDRT so <laughs> I mean,
0: I think all of our – we could talk for hours on how it, like, changed everything. So, yeah. Not change, but, like, definitely fueled the fire. And you're like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like, there's all these people that have goals. And, like, they're doctors. And they're writing papers. And they're, like, uh, you know, single parenting or doing this and doing that. And yet they're still training, like, 40, 50, 60, 70 miles a week. I mean, you know, it's – you know, so inspiring to see everyone. So yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
0: And I do. So you ran the relay in Big Sur. And that's where we met. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. And I remember in the hotel, I was like, you said hello. And I was like, that's Shannon. <laughs> and back in the day, I was like, I'm meeting these people I've never met before. But they're like my friends. And it was
1: kind of uh, a fun experience. That yeah, that really was a kind of a surreal experience because that was the first thing I'd done where I met up with people, you know, from the group. Yeah. And um yeah, you it came was really alone, weird. Right? You came along. I did. I yeah. Somebody I actually, because I was training for another marathon. Yes. And um, somebody like last minute, I mean, within a couple of weeks before, was like couldn't do the relay. Yeah. And so um, you know, somebody posted about it and I sort of said, I'll do it, you know, like <laughs>
0: And then you were like, wait, I'm meeting all these random people. I don't know.
1: No, but I think my husband, and I was like, um, so yeah, I'm yeah. going to go meet my like, online didn't, friends didn't in California. That, yeah. Didn't you think that was weird? You're meeting all these people like you've never met before and going to run like this big race. <laughs> I know, but it was really fun and it was, it was just such a good group. And yeah, um, I had such a, you know, fun time. Yeah. Um, my
0: memory of you, there's one memory. I don't know if you remember it. I mean, you were doing a workout and you passed us. Um, we are running in a group like me, Emmy, Diane Rosen. Um, and then um, you were working out and you passed us. But then I think you're probably like on a rest interval and we caught up with you and you want to take a picture of us. Oh, yes. Like I know what you're talking about. On the about. Other side <laughs> of the road and you had your earphones in. So you're taking pictures of us. But there's this gigantic truck headed towards you and we're all like move Shannon oh my god I get to run over my
1: car I know but yes
0: but like you couldn't like tell about what, what we were saying and t- and then we're and then you like turned around
1: and you're like oh my gosh this truck is gonna run over me <laughs> yes I did almost get run over at big sir yes. definitely yes. trying to take a picture well um, I didn't
0: realize like the other side or you mean. Know, you know you weren't expecting i didn't know there was traffic coming from the other side
1: either so i know i don't think i was paying that much attention no. so it just goes to show don't wear your headphones during <laughs> yes. a race it's okay especially when there's traffic going the yes other way. so
0: but um that was really fun what how long was your leg i can't remember it was almost eight miles ten miles something like yeah, that. yeah it
1: was it was i think like the last nine or ten yeah okay it was it was the longer leg but not as bad because i didn't have like the really big hills although it was still pretty hilly that last yeah 10 miles, I yeah. think. Yeah, and you got, like, the
0: fake end of the marathon. Although you were fresh because you only had to run, like, <laughs> 8 to 10 miles at that end.
1: I know, yeah. I I didn't – I mean, it, it was okay for me, but I felt bad for all of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: it was okay. Like, I, I was having fun. I was, like, eating strawberries, and, like, it was – yeah, it was a relaxed marathon for us. Which marathon were you um... – training for at that point and how far apart from that, from Big Sur was it?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I was training for the Lake will gone marathon, which is a small marathon in like Northern North central Minnesota. Okay. Um, and I, I think, and it was in May. And so what, like maybe a month Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So and and how, was, did, how did that go? <laughs> that was, that is my favorite marathon, but you know, I think I'm different than a lot of people because I, I like, um, small marathons with like no spectators. i know and then
0: you're running are you running by yourself most of the time
1: oh yeah that was fine with me though i was okay with that yeah. actually that race i ran like the first 15 miles with a guy who was juggling oh um, not... <laughs> which was kind of um funny and yeah entertaining and sort of weird because i was yeah. like why is he going so fast and yeah he's juggling? and he's
0: like juggling that was kind of like who is it? um cat gregory who had just like ran amazing at new york city um i was showing her the video i don't know if you saw the video of her um when she ran past me in mile 23 there's this guy painted all in green like he was naked basically he had like speedos on and he painted his body green and she told me later she's like she saw him she's like i can't let this green man beat me in a
1: marathon I know. But I kind of felt like that too. Like, I'm like, this did. cannot beat me, but he did. Oh, but he did. I mean, she ran a 308, so he's pretty fast. He was fast. I know there's some fast people that wear some weird stuff I, I have know. to say.
0: And I was like, okay, well, the juggling man clearly was showing off. He could probably run, you know, 20 minutes faster if he wasn't juggling, but he just had to show off. So totally yes. dropped. Did he ever drop? one of his balls while he was no he never
1: dropped a ball um no he did not I know (laughs) you could have like tripped him or something (laughs) it was kind of like um almost like entertaining it gave me something to do I don't know sort of just right watch him kind of but not really (laughs) yeah um I I think you made another big PR during that race I, I did, I mean I PR'd, yeah, I PR'd um I I ran I think 327. So okay yep. Amazing. And that was a good race. And I was yeah. that was like my favorite race because I think I just ran it exactly kind of right. Yeah. Um and it was just uh I love it was all on a trail, like a blacktop trail. And yeah, it was just um, exactly the kind of race I like, where no one's around cheering, and I get to run by myself the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the opposite of everyone. You're like I know.
0: <laughs> yes, but it was good. Um, I, I feel like all these successes kind of encouraged you. I mean, it would in, for me too. It's very you just felt like you know you want to pick another race and and try your hand at doing a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I think it was sort of like um, very addictive because, um, like every race I was running, I was PRing. Like every half that I ran, every marathon that I ran, I just kept PRing. Um, and I, I, I really truly think I'm not actually a a good runner naturally yeah so then it was like and I was never sort of an athletic person and yeah I have, you know like the worst hand coordination ever so it was really addicting to just be like I can just follow this program yeah and keep
0: getting faster yeah you know I mean it's um, true though like you know if you put in the time you're just gonna get get faster um so that
1: was 2018 in May yeah and i just did one more i mean the only i mean before boston um, yeah i did the twin cities oh, a year yeah ago. yeah yep. was and, that your um, first
0: time doing twin cities or yeah mm-hmm, yeah. yeah i hear and that's a great race a, i hear it's mm-hmm. beautiful oh i think you it is originally signed up for chicago because we i was like looking forward to see you and then um life just got in the way and uh twin cities is mu- obviously much closer to you is that what happened
1: yeah i had a grant that was due and I had planned to take off like some time to go to Chicago and I just couldn't. I had to like keep writing the grant. So yeah. I um I just did that. I just switched up sort of like a week before or something. Yeah. I just decided yeah. I'm gonna just run Twin Cities. Yeah. Cause it's only an hour and fifteen minutes away. Yeah. So Yep. I definitely want to do that race at some point. I hear it's really, really pretty. It is pretty. Yep. And I mean I think it's like an in between, a mid sized race. So yeah probably something for everybody. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm only used to doing the ones with like 50,000 people in it. <laughs> no, literally, like that's my baseline <laughs> where you have to like trek four hours using multiple forms of um, transportation to get to the start line before you start. So that's that's what I think a marathon is. I gu- I'm guessing Twin Cities is a little bit more simple than that.
1: It is. I mean, but I think it's still a pretty big race. Like yeah. I am going to say maybe there's like 7,000 people yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um. So you can't just, I mean, that one small race I, or a couple of small races I did. I mean, literally you could just like show up at the start line, yeah. park your car yeah. at the school or whatever. Yeah. And then like line up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. not exactly like that, but it's not like um, Boston, you know, yeah. or I haven't done any other big races, but yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that went pretty well too. <laughs> you, yeah, I feel like you nailed
0: the marathon. So like you Boston qualified again, I think it was like a 321 or something like that.
1: I ran 324. Oh. Um, but th- that was just a really fun day because there are a lot of Minnesota people that ran like Meredith ran and Megan. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, there were just a bunch of us and some other people that weren't from minnesota had come up too yeah so um we had a i mean it was a we had a good time yeah it was a fun that's experience so fun did you have like
0: an expectation of what was going to happen that day or like
1: i yeah i mean i think i i had trained for 320 um for chicago but um twin cities is hilly i mean chicago's flat twin cities is like fairly like somewhat hilly yeah Um, so I thought I would try to get as close to 320 as I could yeah Um, so I was okay with it I mean I was sort of happy with yeah how things had gone yeah really great Um,
0: so then oh and then you had Boston qualified so then you were looking forward to Boston this year
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. in 2019. Yeah.
0: That was the only other race that was on your sort of calendar. Were you doing like halves and stuff in between all these?
1: I did. I always um, have done a half like when I'm building up to the marathon. Yeah. Just maybe a month or I mean like six weeks or eight weeks before, but just sort of like for fun kind of or just without. Training for it.
0: Yeah, I think. Particular. Did you do Phoenix at the beginning of this year? I did. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've heard that was a. I mean, because you had done the marathon at, um, that first time, right? And then. Yes, you came yeah. back and did the, the half. That's definitely also on my bucket list because a bunch of MDRT, women did that race.
1: Yeah, that was a fun one. I mean, I think um, there were there were quite a few of us there, and um, we had a good meet up and yeah. after the race which was always, which was nice you know yeah. just because you could really kind of relax and everything and yeah do it's you, a good course
0: do you usually go by yourself or just brian come with you like and you get a babysitter or something or
1: brian it's did like... come that one because he yeah. ran half too um but i guess i don't know i mean i guess the only other one i've done where i went was i guess he went to boston too but otherwise yeah, yeah. mostly yeah i guess i've gone by myself, by myself. Or whatever yeah, yeah
0: well you gotta you know figure out the kiddos and stuff um how was your training leading up to Boston because you know um I'm sure people know like you didn't you weren't feeling good that day so you had to stop in the middle of it which is a big bummer
1: yeah um I figured like um I don't know I so going up going into Boston I um I, I think I I always I'm a person who, um, I don't, some people can sort of do like marathons back to back to back, but I've never been like that. I've always been a person who like after a marathon, I need to take a break. My body sort of won't start yeah, running, running. <laughs> fast yeah. again for like yeah. a while. Yeah. And I think after twin cities, I just didn't take very much of a break. And yeah. then I was like, really, I had, I mean, I really had built up in my head that I, that I wanted to do Boston and I wanted to like do well in Boston and so I thought, well, I've been doing this Hanson's advanced program, and um, I've just been getting better time. So what if I, like, ran even more miles, you right. know? Like, what would happen yeah. then? Yeah. So I did, like, a even more Hanson's – more mileage Hanson's program. And yeah. I also started, like, strength training. Yeah. And like, I think you added, that like, was too much. Yeah,
0: like, a couple things all at once. Like, you didn't just – plus you didn't take, like, a couple months off or anything like that. You probably – like started planning your training cycle right away
1: yeah and I just I mean I think I was just in retrospect I was really tired I mean I would I was having trouble kind of recovering from my runs um can you tell me because I've read the
0: Hanson's books like how many workouts in an advanced plan how many like workouts are there in a week let's say
1: so you do um speed work one day or strength, like the second half of the program, you do strength instead okay. of speed, which is just like a little bit faster than marathon pace versus like speed works like five k pace, right? And, and you then try what... to hold
0: the strength for probably longer periods of time than you. Yep, would exactly. Speed. Yeah.
1: Yep. And then um, one day you do tempo, which is actually for hands, since that's marathon pace, and you um, go up to ten miles at marathon pace before the marathon. Um, and then you have your long run, and then th- and then you the other three days are all easy days okay
0: i don't know i mean yeah that's
1: still a lot because i mean they there's not usually workout in the long run is there no there's not so it's sort of like a lot of other programs except for they separate out the kind of like tempo or speed from the long run okay Um, yeah. and the long
0: run is never like longer than say 16 or 18 miles
1: for the regular advanced program the longest um is 16 miles okay so then you like
0: went on like the turbo, <laughs> advanced, um, like higher mileage. So then for Boston, like, what was your peak mileage week or plan? It was, was
1: it was like seventy five. Okay, which I think is a lot for me at least. Um, but I was running over sixty miles a week for, like, like twelve weeks probably. Wow, that's a lot. Um, yeah, and I think I just, I think I had just gotten because part of Hanson's is cumulative fatigue they tell you yeah so I just thought well I'm just tired like but yeah when you're I supposed paper, to be yeah it's gonna like, be
0: okay yeah and you're like this is the way it's supposed to feel because you know for you know cumulative fatigue it must be working so
1: yeah and then um and I actually still felt like I remember even two weeks before or a couple weeks before Boston I told Brian I was like and I never call in sick I mean I have probably called in sick three times and since I've been on staff at Mayo. Yeah. And one day I just called in sick because I was like, I, I told Brian, I don't know how I'm going to get to Boston unless yeah. I stay in bed today. Yeah. Um, so
0: that sick day you were just exhausted. Like you couldn't even get out of bed type of
1: thing. Yeah. I was just exhausted. Wow. Um, yeah. So, and I wasn't sleeping well and I, but I didn't, I think I was just didn't realize that yeah. I probably was overtrained. Yeah. Cause I could still do my workouts, which I think is different than, How I was after Boston, yeah, I could still like hit my times and do my workouts. That's incredible that you could still like
0: hit your workouts. So like I don't know
1: that I I don't. It doesn't make sense to me either, honestly. How I was still doing that, but for whatever reason, I still could. Yeah, yeah,
0: good. Uh, Um, I don't know. Your body was just I don't know primed and ready to go, but like it just couldn't function otherwise. I guess. were you getting could you did you have trouble sleeping? Like did you um I don't know.
1: Yeah, Any I definitely did. Yeah, I um I was like having trouble staying asleep. And then also I would wake up in the morning and just feel like I hadn't slept at all. Yeah. Um, which and- I think are another other signs of being overtrained that yeah. I didn't sort of know about at the time. Yeah. How much um, did you normally sleep a night? Oh, eight hours, probably seven or eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, I had a similar experience also training for Boston, but like I <laughs> like much lower mileage. Though, but I think I overtrained too. Um and yeah, I had trouble sleeping, like in retrospect, which is kind of uh why I revised what I'm doing. Um now but lead, like the taper for Hanson is also like shorter and lighter too right so like meaning it's not an aggressive taper
1: yeah that is true um <laughs> so yeah. the week
0: leading up to Boston were you still like running probably like 40 50 miles
1: yes but I remember like I actually felt pretty good um, like the Thursday or Wednesday before I was kind of like, oh, I feel better. I feel I'm starting to feel better. So it's working just like normal. Right. You know, the taper is working. Yeah. Yeah, But then um, when I got to Boston that Sunday, the day before, yeah, actually, I couldn't finish my shakeout run. Um, Ooh. I, Ooh. I, I know. And I actually just thought, well, I just I just I don't know, like I just something's a little off, but it's no big deal. And I remember we had the MDRT brunch that day and I kind of was just like, yeah, everything's good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then I got, then I was actually real, got sick and I had had a fever and stuff the night before, but I was still like, what am I supposed to do? Like not run Boston? You know what I mean?
0: (sighs) Ah. Uh, I mean, obviously the overtraining can I mean, you're susceptible too, right? Like your, you know, your immune system probably was not working at all and you caught something very easily because your body was like, help! <laughs> I mean, like one white blood cell like trying to hold up everything. So then you got sick. Uh, did you just so you took some like ibuprofen? Was like, I'm gonna till the line anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, I did. I just I um like I couldn't eat dinner the night before even because I didn't feel well enough. But I was still like, the next morning I felt sort of a little bit better. You know, yeah, I'd taken some medication and stuff like that. And I thought, I'll just go and like see what happens, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think if I wouldn't have been overtrained, I still could have run even if I was sick. Right. But I couldn't. It was yeah. like physically impossible. Right. I felt like at least, even, yeah, I felt that way, like even at like mile two, like I don't know how I'm going <gasps> to finish. Oh, no. Yeah. So I knew it was bad. And then at some point, I think I was, I, I think I stopped like between maybe mile 10 and mile 11. And I remember a guy from the med tent was like do you need help and I was like yes. yes you know it was almost just like yes I need help and then um, I could I did you I see did it. you see a therapist like <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's like, funny did you they didn't have any the, therapist they in my tent.
0: did they give you hot soup and give you they a did indeed about? they did
1: have hot soup okay, like well, broth
0: yes yes okay but they received
1: it? the broth but not the <laughs> therapy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. so did
0: oh. they like what happened at the med tent you were just like I can't go on did they take did you have a fever at that point or anything like that or, or- I didn't
1: I was actually hype kind of hypothermic yeah um okay. like I don't know, my temperature was like 35 something okay. or something like that yeah um and you just felt and-
0: horrible I can't even imagine I think it's yeah
1: I just felt really bad and you know they they did do blood work on me and that looked okay like nothing was majorly off so I thought, well, once I had my broth and stuff, yeah, I thought I'll go, <laughs> walk it out or something. I'll like go that. try again, but I sort of only got maybe a half mile, and then I was having chills again. So I actually just turned around, and went back to the med tent because oh. I just knew I couldn't. I, I just I was I wasn't far enough along, you know. Like if I would have been, I think at mile twenty, I probably would have just right kept going. But at mile yeah. like ten, I just yeah. didn't know how I could. Yeah, I mean, you do it.
0: Twenty six. I mean, uh, sixteen miles to go. It wasn't like around the corner
1: <laughs> yes like and uh it I'm, was kind of heartbreaking yeah I'm
0: sure I'm sure
1: there were some tears shed um, yeah so you have to take this like series of buses when you drop out in Boston for the if, hopefully no one else ever has to do this but yeah. there's the most depressing buses I will oh, tell you yeah. oh. there's just a bunch of injured people um yeah. all sort of oh. sad wrapped up in like mylar blankets <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm sorry. What do they, so they like drive you to the next checkpoint and you have to get out and get back
1: onto a different bus? Is yes. It's like a series of buses. <laughs> I actually didn't get back to the finish line until, I mean, I, I think I would have been like at a five and a half or six hour marathon. Yeah. You're like, um, I could have walked this. It's really long. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a long time to get to the finish, but, um, but everybody was really, you know, kind in the medical tent yeah. and, um it was, I mean, in the end it was fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, um, I mean, you're, you connected with your husband who had finished his race, right? He,
1: he had a good day. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think he, yeah, I mean, he did okay. He didn't sort of, he like bonked with, oh yeah well, uh, the rest of the people well I would like to say run Boston, I don't know. I, think, I like but... to
0: say that everyone had a bad day like it was something wrong with the day but I, I think it just has to do with Boston and like the second half of the race it got very warm for whatever reason <laughs> and um yeah I had it wasn't my best day either so you had a
1: tougher day too didn't you? I did yeah. I
0: finished like 338 and I had a I don't know something like a 15 minute positive split so yeah that's not ideal <laughs> race planning and it was just like a death march home but you know we all had tough days and I realized it was um it was it, you know I
1: finished I finished at least and I know Andrea had a
0: super hard day and you had oh a hard yes day, so like I know
1: she's so amazing to have finished I and um, but, but like, you said, going. like
0: she had two miles to go if you had had a problem and were like two and a half miles from the finish or a couple miles, um, I think you could have figured out a way to get there, but it was just, you know, it was too, it was too much to do 16 miles like that. Um, so when you got home or when you're reflecting, I mean, cause now I feel like you have like a really like have thought about it and have perspective on what happened during the whole training cycle. Like how long did that take to sort of
1: think about and, and realize
0: well, I don't think I
1: actually realized I was overtrained until I started trying to run again after Boston. Yeah. Because um, I just thought I was sick. Um, right. You have But to then figure. I realized right. like something else was wrong, and, um, and so then I sort of started reading about it, and there's really not that much literature out there on overtraining syndrome. Yeah. Uh, but I sort of read everything that there was, and I realized that's what I have. Yeah. And. Um, and then I think I started to kind of piece together in retrospect what, like I had gone wrong or what kind of signs I had ignored. Yeah, leading up to Boston. So, um, yeah. So I remember you just shut it down
0: for a while, for a couple of weeks at least, right?
1: Yeah, I um, I I, I took off. I mean, often I, like I would try again, and then it would still be bad. So I ended up kind of taking off most of like May and June. Um, yeah, from running. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice like
0: a difference in your everyday life? Like doing that? Like you were, your fatigue was better and you're sleeping and all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, yes, like 100%. I mean, actually, I'd gotten to, I think I'd gotten so used to feeling bad. Um, yeah. that I didn't even know that I was feeling bad. Right. I was having trouble. Um, like doing normal activities, like right. when I would come home from work at the end of the day, I would just like go to bed and my husband, my poor husband yeah. would just like deal. He would just kind of like do everything. Cause I was like, I like, can't, you yeah. know, I physically can't do anything. Um, and then it sort of, I could, was able to kind of start living life again and right. feeling energy. And so, yeah, I mean, it was like night and day. I felt so much better okay. after I stopped running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like this thing that was supposed to bring me joy and you know happiness and energy is like sucking the life out of me. So, uh, so then in June, um, I, I do remember seeing some posts of your, you know, kind of just dipping your toe to like run a little bit here and there, but not even fast really. And I, I don't even think you were thinking too much about how fast you were gonna go.
1: Um, how did that feel? I mean, I, um, I think overall, like I, I had a okay summer running because I just didn't, I mean, I didn't wear my garment. I just went and ran awesome. and I just went, you know, as, as slow as I wanted to and yeah. or how fast, uh, as how far as I to. wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And sort of, um, then I, I felt fine. I mean, that part of it was kind of okay for me, but if I would ever try to do like a faster workout or maybe a couple of faster workouts, then I would definitely start to feel the same way again so yeah. i just knew i couldn't yeah do that for yeah. now i think that's such a good lesson
0: to just take off your garment you know at, at certain points of course like you, you know um to be free of that and just to like get back to enjoying the run <laughs> and and getting out there um we all yeah
1: yeah <laughs> no i definitely do think that i think um i think that Um, especially people like us who are doctors are sort of um, trained throughout kind of residency, medical school, everything to sort of just completely ignore um, how you're feeling and sort of realizing or thinking that there's kind of no limits to the number of hours you can work straight. Right. You know, the number of patients that you can take care of that you just, if you just push harder, you can kind of get through anything. Right. And um I think that was like the first time in my life where I realized, like, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you can't, you can't muscle just push your yourself through something. All the no, time. no, I mean, you just sometimes you just can't. Like, there's so uh, there is a limit to what your body is capable of doing. You know, yeah. and I think yeah. that's probably different for everybody. But like, I pushed past my personal limit, right.
0: And, you know, again, you were saying like, everyone's totally, totally different. And I think, you know, goals can be achieved, like no matter what they are, but sometimes they take, you know, time and going from not running a marathon to like two, three years, like running 75 miles a week, just for you. And honestly, for myself, I know my body would probably shut down too, um, So, you know, there are people in our group that are faster and some are slower or will take certain amount of work to get to a certain result. But what I've learned is, like, my body is my body. I have to stay within its limits. And, (laughs) you know, just because someone else can run a, you know, a three-hour marathon after training for eight weeks, like, that's inspiring to me. But that doesn't mean, like, I have to try to do that or replicate it or my body exactly I mean I think
1: that's what's so cool about it in a way yeah is that we're all individuals and we each have our own um like reasons why we run and you know maybe limits or goals and everything so I think it's just important to listen to your own body I mean definitely there are people like you said in our group um even who um they can run 75 miles a week and never have any problems right their limit is higher than much higher than that and there are probably people in the group who you know if they would run you know 40 miles a week then that might be too much for them i think it's just like right you have to listen to your body and like not compare yourself to others and just sort of do what's right for you that's right i mean the
0: very like inspiring wonderful part of social media and mdrt is that we can be inspired and encourage each other but like the pitfall is also to like compare and try to be like well they did it in this amount of time and they they're doctors and they have kids like why can't i but um yeah we all have to be in touch with and in tune with like what you know, our bodies are saying
1: so, um, for sure.
0: It it sounds like you're feeling like much better these days.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I still think, um, if I push myself, I, I just, I don't think I, somehow my body has lost the ability to kind of get fit. Um, like something in my cardiovascular system is broken and I don't know if it will ever be better again. Yeah. But I can still run. And so, yeah, and I love to run. So I'm just kind of like doing whatever I feel like doing lately, which, yeah, the last few weeks I've kind of been just not running very much and not really exercising very much altogether. But I know I'll kind of pick it up, pick it yeah. back up again.
0: <laughs> I highly doubt your body has lost the ability to like become fit again. I just think, you know, it just may t- take some time to get back there. Um, you know, and whether or not you, want to train for time again is like, you know, completely up to you um, obviously. Right. Like, yeah. I'm just, oh yeah, just, definitely. Yeah. Like if you wanted to, you didn't want to, but um, you know, I know there's like fast Shannon in there somewhere. Um, but you know, it doesn't seem relevant right now to what's going on. So that's, so that's, that's awesome. And now you get to be like, cause I just saw Brian ran, a really fast half, half marathon.
1: Um, yes, I um, am so proud of him. And he, I mean, he's just like such a nice person and such a hard worker. And so he um, had kind of like set a goal to break 120 and a half and he did it um, a couple weeks ago. So, yeah. and I think watching him run and just sort of encouraging him. And I've kind of been like, um, helping with his kind of training schedule and stuff. That's been really rewarding to me. So right. Um, as much or more so than my own setting my own goals for myself. So I'm yeah. kind of enjoying, you know, doing that Yeah, and encouraging him for now. Aww.
0: Does he have like, um, like a marathon goal or anything like that coming up?
1: Well, he, um, he, he was training for the half like specifically, but then and true, like enabling fashion, I sort of was like, hey, do you want to run, <laughs> you know, capitalize on this fitness and run a marathon? So I signed him up for California International Marathon. Ah. And so he's planning to do that. And he's just kind of, kind of see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and so fun. Yeah.
0: Are you going to go with him or no? You have to see. I am.
1: Yes. Oh, I'm going yeah. with And yes, definitely. So I'll get to cheer for um, some of the other. Yeah. Like I think Kat and um, yeah. Julia are yes. running that, and yeah. maybe there's others too. So I'll yeah. definitely be cheering section for both awesome. ladies and, and Brian.
0: Awesome. You should bring a cowbell. I highly. I, <laughs> I have a cowbell. You do?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. I got it for free at a race once, yes. but yes, maybe I will bring it. Why
0: did you say? I'd, I get all these free ones, but they're not enough. I had to buy my own, like a, one that's like so obnoxious and so loud. It has a handle. It's like brass. Like, it's just crazy. And my my kids are all embarrassed of me. I go to cross country meet. So like, if you want to make yeah. all my... <laughs> Oh, you you <laughs> look like Katie uh, <laughs> She I like one of the other MDRT. I like had her get one too. I'm gonna bring them to Atlanta and like be super loud and obnoxious with them. But... Where do you where do you buy a call, it, Amazon? I'm gonna send you the link. <laughs> <laughs> really oh my god! Unique. I bought like the medium sized one. There's a large one that I'm I I would probably be kicked out of like this the cross country meet if I brought that one, but um. And like, I, you can't use it inside, like at a basketball, <laughs> like game or something. I mean, I, they're obnoxiously loud, but it's, it's super fun and people can hear you. So.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. that I do think cowbells are fun, yeah. but um, yeah. yes, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Are
0: you, <laughs> did you, are you planning a marathon again or no? You're just like, I'm just going to see what happens with my body. Well, I am signed up for Boston, you are, but I
1: definitely, is. I definitely will not be racing Boston. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how I can finish Boston yeah. on like low mileage yeah. and like one probably place. no, no workouts. Yeah. So if anybody has any suggestions, yeah, please let me know. Well, I mean,
0: Kristen Deaver,
1: um, she, you know, trained for
0: half on very low mileage. I mean, she's cross training a lot and, um, And she PR'd it by like five minutes or something. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, five minutes and a half is like is a lot. So I know people can do it. I mean, I know you're not looking to PR, you just want a like a nice normal plan to get you to the line and get you across the finish line. Um, but I'm glad to hear that. I wasn't necessarily a hundred percent sure if you're going to do Boston, but I would love, to. are you running Boston? I am. I just feel oh, like cool. I need a little redemption there. And I know I'm not going to PR, but I just, I want to like enjoy the last, you know, half of the race where I was like, not enjoy you know, I definitely did not enjoy um, the last half of that race. So I just want to like you kind of just enjoy it and, And run it well. But I, you know, another half of it is the weather. I feel like Boston always has bad weather. No matter what, it's not, like, good weather, so.
1: I know. I, um... This year, I mean, honestly, I just like only just want to finish and not go to the medical tent. Yeah. And I am not allowing myself to set any goals beyond those two goals. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just planning to like go slow and easy and kind of soak it all in. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing was I kind of missed out on the whole experience. I felt like there were so many parts of Boston, right. like I never got to the scream tunnel. Yeah. You know, I never ran Heartbreak Hill. Yeah. And so I'm just going to try to yeah. just soak it all in and, I mean- um,
0: I can give you I mean, like, yeah. low mileage, you could do it on 40 miles, you could run like, five miles, like, five times a week Run like a, you know, and like have increasing long runs of like, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 miles. And then that's
1: it. <laughs> like, you Yeah,
0: yeah, like, it, and with no speed work at all, like, you know,
1: that's what I figure. I mean, I probably will just do something like I did for my first marathon, yeah. which I don't even know what that was, yeah. but. Um... Like, you'll
0: make it up. Like, it'll be fine. As long as you do one long run that's double digits that increase to some amount, like 18 to 20 miles, like, you're going to be fine.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Like, And I hope the weather gods are good to us. Just at least, like, no blizzards. Yeah, and no Preferably hill. not 80 degrees. Yeah,
0: not 80 degrees. But, you know, it's Boston, so who knows? But. Yes. And I guess beyond that, you just, you know, you're just enjoying running and you'll see where it, where it brings you.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, who know? I mean, I want to be like a, a lot of people will say who are injured. I think, um, I, I want to be, I mean, I want to be in this kind of for the long haul. And so if that means, you know, doing low mileage and no speed work or anything, that's fine with me. I want to still be running when I'm 50 and 60 yeah, and everything else. Right.
0: No, totally, totally, totally. And you know. I mean I guess we're making an analogy of someone who has like a stress fracture or some kind of soft tissue um injury you feel like um your cardiovascular system is injured right now
1: <laughs> I know it's so lame it's like the lamest injury ever <laughs>
0: It's, it's not a lame injury it is um very real i guess it and you know the recovery is going to mirror how injured it was and i guess it was super injured you know so it'll just take some time but i'm sure you you know uh will be feeling you know better and hopefully what 2020 hits in january february march you'll be running some bigger miles than you are now and be ready for the marathon so
1: yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I know that's been kind of the weirdest part about this whole thing is, you know, I haven't like I run um, in Rochester with the track club sometimes and sort of have some running friends that I run with sometimes. But lately, I mean, I haven't really been able to run with them. And just people will, you know, nicely be like, what's wrong, you know, because I'll sort of say, well, I've, I'm kind of injured. Yeah. They're Like, what's your injury? And I'm like, yeah, my heart. Well. <laughs> I know I just started sometimes if I don't really know people sort of like making up injuries because it's so lame and I don't want to explain it. Yeah. My lungs um, are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I broke my cardiovascular system. I broke my will. to, to run. My will is- I don't know, so, but yes, wow. I mean, getting through it
0: yeah. either way, I guess. <laughs> well, um, thank you for sharing your story. I think it's going to be super helpful. And like you wrote, you wrote that, um, post like over the summer a couple months ago about it and I really think it helped a lot of us like pause and think about like what we're doing and why we're doing it and uh you know what where our goals are coming from and what's really right for us I mean sure you know um me reflect on my winter cycle like I totally revised my cycle this this month um this cycle for Philly and like i'm only doing one speed workout which i know sounds really lame for someone who is kind of shooting to pr but i do one speed <laughs> and that's it <laughs> everything else is easy and i was just like you know what i'm 44 turning 45 like i um i need recovery more than anything else and i feel like less is more these days for me and that's it like you you know other people can do three or four workouts in a week and run you know and then put a workout in their long run I'm like no that's not how my body works like I'm just gonna run fast and some weeks like at the beginning my speed workout I'm not kidding was like two miles like I'd run <laughs> easy then two miles marathon pace and then easy and then that was the only two miles I'd run like even close to marathon pace and I'm like okay that's it so I I mean
1: you might really surprise yourself though I think that uh I mean, it's so important to just listen to your body and have fun. And I mean, I hope that Philly is like perfect race for you. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be cold. That's all I have to like think about myself. (laughs)
0: It's like not too hot, not too cold. I'm like bad in the cold, but it's okay. Um, you know, no one, and you said this too. I really remember you writing this was no one cares. (laughs) Only I care. I do this for me. Who else is, who else cares? You know, like it's for me. And, um,
1: yeah. That's it is why so care. true. Like, who, I know.
0: Like who cares I'm... if I did like a like 327 or 337 or or 321? Like who cares? Like only I care. It doesn't matter to anyone. It really does not matter. So it
1: really doesn't. I think sometimes we get so in our own heads and we think that other people actually care, but they don't. Yeah. I mean, our friends and family just want us to be happy. Right. You know, they don't care what our times are. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yes. I think we put a lot of I think just th- those of us who tend to be like type a and yeah. just sort of somewhat competitive with ourselves right. at least. Yeah. Um, we put too much pressure on ourselves for no reason. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be just for fun. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I mean, it's
0: good to have goals, but Hey, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So I'm
1: just going to go uh, out there,
0: do my best and enjoy the, enjoy the run. Um, but yeah, so thank you for um, your message. It's been super helpful for me personally, really. Um, and it can be hard to write about like some hard times um, on social media, especially MDRT, when everyone's like, "Oh, look, I PR and I didn't even try." But um, <laughs> I think, yeah, we need to hear all the real life stuff. So I just wanted to really thank
1: you. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, I hope, if nothing else, that just other people maybe have seen me, um, kind of struggle and have overtraining syndrome and just sort of at least can maybe think about that if they're pushing themselves too hard and starting to feel some of those things so they can back off sooner and just take breaks and yeah. rest and no, um, sure. stay healthy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, um, thanks for spending time with me. Um, I'm going to let you get back to your kiddos. I know they're probably like knocking on your door. Like what mommy, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: Thank you, Laura. I appreciate um, you taking the time to talk with me. No
0: problem. All right, Shannon, have a great evening.
1: You too. Good luck in Philly. Thank you. Okay. Okay, bye. bye.
0: Thank you MDRT for tuning in and listening to our 13th episode with Dr. Shannon Dunlay and looking forward to the next part two of another Shannon. Can you guess who that would be? Well you think about that for a minute
1: um, and happy running guys.